to begin. Good day, everyone, and welcome to this UFC's conference call. Today's call is being recorded at this time. For opening remarks and introductions, I would like to turn the call over to Mr. Dave Lockett. Please go ahead, sir. Yes, thank you, and welcome, everyone, to today's UFC 217 conference call. Today we're being joined by the four athletes competing in the two co-main event title fights next Saturday night, November 4th, at Madison Square Garden. Joining us on the call today are UFC Bantamweight champion Cody Garbrandt, UFC strawweight champion Joanna Jacek, and, uh, and number four UFC strawweight contender Rose Namajunas. Soon to join us will be uh, former bantamweight champion and number two contender TJ Dillashaw. But uh, we're going to get started without TJ, so I will now turn things over to the call center to open up for questions. And ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to ask a question today, you may do so by pressing star one on your telephone keypad. If you are using your speakerphone, please release your mute function to allow your signal to reach our equipment. Again, that is star one. First question will come from Kendrick Johnson with ringtv.com. Uh, my first question is for um, Joanna. Um, thanks for your time. With the thanks, win over Rose, you, with the win over Rose, do you think you, you have cleared out the division since you've beaten everybody that stood in front of you? Uh, right now I'm focused only on uh, on my fight with Rose Namajunas. Definitely, she's my next uh, my next challenge, and uh, you know I wanna. I had an amazing amazing time, and I wanna uh, put on such a great uh, great uh, fight and show at the Madison Square Garden. But I don't know, you know. I take every fight very serious, and I, I, I take every opponent very serious with so much respect. And I work really hard uh, before every fight. But uh, after the fight, I might say that uh, uh, I, I want to clean this division, and this is what I'm going to do on November 4th. And finding the Madison Square Garden, is that kind of becoming like your home away from home in America? You seem very comfortable fighting there last year when you fought Carolina there. Is that the same yeah. that you did? Yeah, I, I feel like it is. You know, it's an amazing place. It's like a mecca of uh, martial arts. So I'm very happy that UFC is back again to the garden and then to the city, to the New York City. Uh, very big Polish community in New York State, in New York City. So I'm very happy to uh, put on such a great fight for my Polish fans, but also for for uh, my fans from all over the world, you know, who will come to the garden. Gotcha. And next question for Rose. What did you bring into the table to, to become the first person to solve the JJ puzzle? Um, just being myself, you know, that's, uh, it's, it's pretty difficult to deal with when I'm totally, uh, in tune with myself and I'm, I'm flowing. It's, uh, it don't matter who I'm fighting. That's just a problem for anybody. How much being, already fighting for the belt once in your career, how much did you gain from that experience since it came so early in your career to now? Or just like you were a different person, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, no, I carry all of my experiences with me, whether they be a win or a loss. Um, but yeah, the losing the title, the first or losing the first title fight, uh, definitely has brought my team together closer than ever, and has made them everybody uh, kind of just build me up from the ground up. You know, I was I was definitely riding on a lot of talent and a lot of um, just you know improvisational skills. But um, since then, we've you know built a good base of boxing movement, um, and then added in my kicks there, and my jiu-jitsu has totally changed from being a bottom fighter to a top fighter, but 
now I'm I'm totally complete everywhere, so um, I'm the total package. I'm very happy. This is what I'm expecting Worlds. I'm expecting really good fight and real war, but I want to just tell you that you never, never face uh, someone like me. And I'm the dead champion for a reason, and I will prove that on November 4th, baby. I'm making history one more time at the, at the Garden. And my final question is for Cody. Cody, will we say will you have to fight different coming off of such a major uh, back surgery earlier this year, or you will see the same aggressive ball, sprawling ball style that you brought to the ring, and except you got that belt on your waist. You know my style is never going to change. You know, no matter how many injuries I go through or sustain throughout my career, I really feel like this downtime um, that I've, I've had to. You know, rebuild my body. I just wasn't coming. I'm not. I'm not just coming off the couch. Lou, I've been training my ass off ever since uh i've done multiple procedures all over the world you know they sent you you've seen simply here and there and this magical special shot you know and doing all this rehab i finally allowed my body to heal i addressed some issues that you know have been that been needed to cor- been correct for the past you know couple years i feel like i'm firing all cylinders i'm healthy i had no hiccups this camp i'm faster i'm stronger my cardio is off the charts so it's, it's going to be the same me going in there against TJ uh, on November 4th. And a uh, final question for me. Will the victory of TJ kind of officially stamp the beginning of the Godbreath ever in this division as you basically would have been and taken out the two most dominant champions of the division up until this point? Uh, with a knockout over TJ, you know, I, I wiped out the division. You know, there's a big gap between um, myself and then it goes Dominic, and then TJ, and then it falls off from there. So, like I said, TJ is my next um, adversary, my next challenge. Um, you know, I, I know what he brings to the table. You know, I'm, I'm focused and prepared on that to wipe him out and then go on from there. I always like to have a fight ahead of myself, you know, plan ahead. And, uh, you know, obviously focusing on TJ, but Mighty Mouse is next at 125 pounds. Oh, so, 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 you, so, so you plan on being a two-division champion, and can you make 125? I can make 125 on November 4th if I wanted to. And TJ Dillashaw has joined the call. TJ, question for you. Yo, What are you going to bring to the table to deter Cody, who's been on the ramp and knocking everybody out? What do you have to do differently that Dom didn't do? And for the historical significance, do you think this is to see who's the, the official man at 135? Absolutely, man. He did a great job. He fought Dom very smart. Um, I'm just going to go out there and, and do what I do. You know, you're going to have to wait and see the game plan. You know, I'm not going to get out here and, and, and spill it all out now. But, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be going to be a great night, and uh, I can't wait to get it done. And he said that he, if, if he's victorious of you, he wants to fight Mighty Mouse. Would you, do you want to still fight Mighty Mouse and be a two-division champ if you were be victorious on them for You know, it's one, one step at a time. I'm, I'm fighting Cody Garbrandt right now. Um, it's always uh, – that's always an option. That's always something, you know. Uh, Mighty Mouse is the pound pound king right now, so that's who everyone's going to want to shoot for, you know. He's the one with the target on his back. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm trying to be the best person in the world, so that's always an option. Right, good luck to all y'all. See y'all on NYC next week. All righty. And next question comes from Damon Martin with MMAWeekly.com. Hey, guys, first question for Cody. Uh, you know, Cody, when you and TJ were going to fight back in July, you know, this was going to be the headline fight. I know they tried to put it together for October as a headline fight. Do you do you mind being co-main event to Bisping GSP? Because it kind of feels like you guys had that main event feel to this fight. Yeah, this isn't a gimme fight. You know, the GSP, 
Bisping fights, a gimme fight. They're just trying to sell tickets. Our, our fight sells on all all avenues, all all angles, everywhere. Everyone sees this fight. It's a grudge match. It's a, you know, you know, two fighters going to go out there. It's a former interim champion fighting a former you know champion. So that 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 in itself is the main event. No disrespect to Rose and uh, um, uh, Joanna. I think they're great fighters, but we're the real main event on November fourth. Do you do you feel like this fight has gotten the attention it deserves, Cody? Because there was so much build up with the Ultimate Fighter. We know the history between you and TJ. I mean, do you feel like you guys are getting the attention you deserve going into the event? You know what? Um, it's good. You know, Bisbing and, and GSP can they can travel around the camp and do all the the press and media. You know, I can sit back and just train and focus on TJ November fourth. Um, like I said, I don't think it needs to be any overhyped than it's going to be. You know, it's a fight that doesn't doesn't need hype, doesn't need media press behind it or any of that. I think the, the fight sells itself. When you were going into the fight with Dominic, you know, he, he was you know, talking a lot of trash, trying to get in your head, and he kept saying that you were over-emotional and you were getting too, you know, wound up leading into the fight. And then, obviously, we saw what, you know, what, uh, you know, what happened at UFC 207. is a much different performance. Do you think that fight kind of proved that, you know, even if you do have an emotional attachment to a fight, you can still go in there and fight your fight? Because, I mean, everyone knows the bad blood between you and TJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fought my whole entire life, you know, in, in different circumstances, no matter where it was at. I always had to stay level-headed and calm in there, you know. If you find another person that's trying to take you out, no matter what's said, you know, in the in the build-up or in between, I got to stay focused. And that's what's something that I do in there. When I step inside that octagon, that's my home. That's where I feel the most comfortable at in my entire life. I feel like that's when the world slows down. And I can see all my shots, see what my opponent's doing. And uh, I'm at home there, so I can't wait to get back in there and, and do my thing. It's been, you know, 11 months since I've, I've you know, graced the octagon with a, you know, master class performance, and I'm ready to do it again on November 4th. When the fight with Dominic was over, you were very classy. You know, obviously you paid respect to him, and you even said right away you'd give him an immediate rematch. Uh, I know there's a different personal feeling with you and TJ. Do you feel like after this fight's over, you'll be able to shake his hand and, and kind of move on from, from this rivalry? Of course, you know. Um, I respect any of my adversaries after the battle. You know what I mean? Before, lead up, whatever. We can hate each other, dislike each other. You can call names, whatever. Um, do whatever it is. You know what I mean? But if you go on there and, you you know, I'll show respect to you in there and I'll, you know, respect you after the fight. You know, I think that um, I grew in the fight with Dominic and I'll grow in the fight with TJ. Whatever TJ is willing to bring to the table, I'm willing to, you know, go over and set it above and I'll, I'll show our respects after the fight. And for TJ, you know, so much was made when you left Team Alpha Male about you're moving to Colorado to work with Dwayne and work with Muscle Farm. But I know in the lead-up to this fight, you've kind of relocated to Southern California. You're working with a new team there. I mean, how did that come about, and, and, and what happened with the Colorado situation that you ended up leaving there? Um, Muscle Farm decided to move their facility from uh, Colorado to Burbank, which kind of disbanded the team a little bit. Um, and so I have decided to create my own thing something to create and, and call your own, as well as, you know, Dwayne's been traveling. I'm actually taking him to the airport right now, traveling out to Southern California. So it's been uh, the same work and adding to it, you know, creating our, creating our own family, creating our own team, you know. Yeah. Has there been, you know, considering the rivalry that grew out of that situation, and, and obviously as you lead into this title fight, I mean, do you have any regrets about – any of the things that, that, you know, kind of played out the way they did, or, or do you feel like, you know, it all kind of led you to this point? You know, it all led up to this big fight. You know, like Cody said, me and uh, him are the real main event of this this card. You know, uh, 7% of the fans want to see our side more than any other ones on this card. So, 
it, it, it all led up to this for a reason. It, it's building our names. It's building what's going on. You know, it's definitely not <clears throat> how I foresee it going down, but it all worked out for the reason that it did. And, uh, you know, it's going to make the most of it. You kind of answered, but I'll let, ask let me let me answer let me fine. answer that for you, Damon. Sorry to overtalk you, Damon. Let me answer that for you. Yes, he regrets it every day of his life, but his ego won't let him admit that. <laughs> Let's be honest, DJ. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> okay. And uh, TJ, last question. You you kind of mentioned it already, and Cody mentioned it. Maybe one thing you guys will agree on is you feel like this is the real main event. I know it's no disrespect to Bisping and GSP, but do you kind of agree that this is the fight? that, you know, everyone's really going to be watching on, on November 4th? Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you, Damon. And as a reminder, everyone, that is star one to ask a question. From MMAIndia.com, we'll go to Akhilish Janabarapu. Hey, guys. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, firstly, uh, Cody, uh, we know the history between TJ and Team Alpha Male. Now, how much of an input did Uriah Faber have during your training camp while preparing for Dillashaw? Um, could you say that again, please? Sure. Uh, we know the history between TJ and Team Alpha Male. How much of an input did Uriah Faber have during your training camp while preparing for Dillashaw? An input? Um, yeah. You yeah. know, uh, all my teammates, you know, they built TJ up to where he's at. And they know TJ like the back of his hand. You know, they they got me ready for a dominant cruise. They went countless hours, 27 rounds, you know, with dominant cruise. Uh, and they built up so they knew him. So they, they taught TJ everything. And, uh, you know, I had Justin Buckles, you know, in, in the camp, this whole this whole camp the last year, preparing for TJ, getting ready for this guy. Uh, you know, and Justin showed him how to teach a punch, or throw a punch. So I'm supremely confident, you know, knowing TJ when I get in there and his reads and everything. But, you know, I fight instinctual. I fight instinctual, and, and we'll go from there. But, yeah, if Urias had a, you know, a great, you know, mentor and, and, and hands-on this camp as well for getting me prepared for TJ as well. Right, and uh, you also seem to thrive when there are emotions on the line, as seen with your fight against Dominic Cruz. Do you feel the same way? Do you think having an emotional attachment has an impact on how you perform? You know what? No, I can fight emotionless and emotionally anything. Like I said, I love fighting. I was born to fight. I was, you know, I was really thrown on this earth to fight. And uh, that's what I've done successfully in my life. What was fighting was get to the top. You know what I mean? I've, I've really scratched my way to the top from, from the bottom. And, uh, you know, emotionally or not emotionally, I can go in there. I can be friends with a guy. You know, Takam Mizugaki can say one word bad about me, but I can go in there and fight and do what I have to do to earn, to climb the ranks and, and get a title shot. Now I'm the world champion. So it doesn't, it doesn't bring any extra anything to me going in there. It doesn't lose my sight. It focuses, you know, focuses more and more in line. You know, TJ's saying this and I'm saying that. You know, I better believe that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to believe what I say. You know, that's the difference between me and TJ. I believe what I'm going to do. TJ hopes he believes what he's going to do to me. Right. And uh, the next question for TJ. Uh, TJ, Cody showed good boxing technique against Dominic and you yourself are a high-volume striker and like to mix things up. Now, where do you see the greatest difference between yourself and Cody? Uh, technically, the way I fight, you know, I'm a lot smarter. Um, I'm, I'm a lot more oh. technical. You know, he, he, like I said, he's right there, but he's got a gun Hello? TJ, are you there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. We, uh, we kind of lost you. Can, you. can you repeat that again, please? Um, I just said the, the, the fight I feel I have, I'm a lot smarter and a lot more technical. 
Is this TJ or is this right. Dom talking? Because it sounds the same exact shit Dom said leading up to the fight. <laughs> <laughs> you still, still in his I'm, lines from the last December? Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, TJ, almost all of Cody's recent fights ended with Garbrandt raining down his barrage of punches. There are some who believe he hasn't been tested as much in grappling during his fights. Now, what is your take on that matter? What was that? Sorry, I can't understand you. Uh, What's your take on Cody? What was that? Yeah. Now, there are some who believe uh, Cody hasn't been tested as much in grappling during his fights. What is your take on that matter? Oh, my take is uh, that's why I am who I am, is how well run that I am. I can take the fight wherever I want. All right, fair enough. Besides, uh, next couple besides of against for- Dom, took him down five times. <laughs> Uh, next couple of questions for Joanna. Joanna, a win uh, would get you on equal terms with Ronda Rousey for the most number of successful uh, defenses in the women's divisions in the UFC. Now, while we previously talked about you thriving and the new challenges, has the moment sunk in yet about history on the horizon for you? Uh, say again, the, the last part of the question. Yeah, while we previously talked about you thriving under new challenges, has the moment sunk in yet about history being on the horizon for you? Oh, I don't get it. I will try to respond my way, okay? Like, I, I know that in this fight, uh, I will tie Ronda Rose's record. Of course, uh, I think the division is going to be nine, my ninth fight in the UFC in the strawweight division. And uh, and uh, I don't know what to say. You know, I have a plan to move up. Uh, but not now, uh, maybe next year, but right now, what I'm focused now is the fight with Rosna Mayunas, and after that, I will sit uh, with Dana and the UFC, and we're going to decide uh, what, what, what we will do with my situation. All right, uh, you've previously talked about the changes you've made to your game since moving to ATD. Now, Rose is known yeah. for a solid grappling, along with throwing in excellent combinations. How do you see this fight playing out? You know, you know who is training at ATP? Jazari Martuda, multiple uh, BJJ world champion. I'm training with other good fighters, man. Like, you know, there is something about me they don't know. You know, they we can talk about this fight. You know, how it's going to look, how she gonna show up, how I gonna show up. What I what I'm taking care of, how I'm going how I'm going to look on November fourth, and I, I know I'm ready, but they are not ready for me. You will never understand phenomenon of, of my person and my fighting career of me being a champion. And the thing is, I'm like, you don't see lots of, uh, you don't see me on the ground, but uh, I feel pretty confident on the ground. You know, I had my last sparring session today. Everything is on point. I know that she's uh, tricky, she's sneaky, and her ground game is very good, that she's uh, going for the submission, her, a real naked choke is her real thing. But uh, man, first of all, if she wants me to take down, if she wa- wants me to submit, uh, she must like uh, go through the punches and kicks. And if she won't wanna play on the ground, I will play on the ground and choke her out. That's the thing. I, I feel pretty confident. And uh, Mikey Brown, Cutter Kubis, they changed my game. I feel that I step on different level, you know. I feel better fighter because of the move to American top team. All right, uh, final two questions for Rose. Uh, Rose, you fought someone with similar striking style in Karolina Kovalkovic not too long ago. So can you tell us what you've learned from that fight and what you've hey, done hey, differently hey, going into hey, this? 
hey, hey, change your question a little bit because never say that Karolina Kovalkiewicz has like similar style to mine. She got beat up for five rounds. She has like ten seconds in four rounds of the shining, and she didn't do any any shit about. So please don't compare me to some other fighters, okay? Thank you so much. All right. All right, sorry about that. Uh, so, Rose, <laughs> can you tell us what you've learned from that fight and what you've done differently going into UFC 217? Um, yeah, I've just gotten better overall as a person, as a fighter. Um, it's every, like, you know, every fighter is different. Every um, fight is different, every training camp. I've trained my entire life to this moment. So, and, and at the end of the day, it's just a moment in my life. So, um Really, what I've learned from that fight is uh, I've just gotten better mentally. Like, I've overcome some demons in my past. And, uh, you know, I'm just – every day I wake up, I'm a, I'm a fucking champion. So, you know, that's just that's just my mindset all the time. So, And that's something that um, I think, you know, it could be a – this fight could be a great uh, PSA announcement for, you know, mental health awareness. I think that uh, – I think I'm a champion for that. And, uh you know, just overcoming a lot of demons in my past, and um, I'm so much stronger from it, and I'm going to continue to be stronger. Hey, listen to your right. You didn't want to do media. You didn't want to do extra media. How you want to be a champion and deal with all of the, the things? You know what? You are not stronger mentally. You are mentally unstable, and you are broken already, and I will break you in the fight. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, so uh, I just, think there's a lot of... I think there's a lot of mental instability in this in this whole country, and I think that's that's a great reason to fight and a great reason. This to country, watch. this country is an amazing. This country been this. amazing to me. I think you have some personal problems, and I will I will show you what's your problem. Okay, you're never gonna be a champion. Yeah, I think this would be so. a better place if we all just did martial arts, and I think that. Um, you know, it, it saved my life, so I'm I'm super grateful for it. I'm super grateful for this experience and this opportunity. And uh, you know, yeah, that's it. Uh, Rose, finally, you know, using Joanna's fight against Carolina as an example, did you pick something up from the fight just to prepare for for Joanna? Which fight? Uh, her fight with Carolina. Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, there's. Not really, you know. I'm not really focused on that. I'm I'm focused on being the best version of myself every fucking day. So that's that's my goal. All right, thank you guys. All the very best. And as a reminder, everyone, that is star one to ask a question. Next, we'll go to Stephen Morocco with MMAJunkie.com. Hey, a question for Rose. Um, it seems to me like you're maybe a little bit hesitant to engage Joanna when she says things like, you know, you're mentally unstable. Am I reading you right? Is that, is that the case? Are you hesitant to engage her and sort of a verbal back and forth? Yeah, um, I'm not sure if it's like maybe a cultural difference or something like that, but for me it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not something that's like taken lightly. You know, my family has uh, has been torn apart, you know, for for this, um, you know, my, my dad died because, and he wasn't in my life because he has schizophrenia. And it's been something that my entire family has been fighting against, um, you know, since I can remember. So, you know, this this fight means a lot to me, and it's not just about the belt. It's, it's more than that. Um, and I just want to inspire other people to, you know, fucking do whatever the fuck you want to do, you know what I mean, and, and do what makes you happy and uh, be a good person, and, you know, you can overcome anything. Has she crossed the line in what she said in the, in the build-up to this fight? 
I'm not concerned about what she's doing, you know what I mean? Um, you know, whatever she's saying, that's fine. But for me, it's it's all about me. It's all about, you know, conquering my demons, and uh, that's that's what is it's important. So, so this fight isn't any more personal to you than any other opponent you've faced? Every fight is personal, but with myself, you know. Um, um, you know, I just... Uh, I just want to, you know, try and make this world a better place and, and somehow, you know, use my gifts of fucking martial arts. You know, I'm I'm great at this shit. This is what I've been born to do. Um, you know, uh, I might be crazy, but it's, I'm dangerous, too. So it's, it's uh, I don't know. Gotcha. Thank you. Next question for um, Cody. Um, TJ, a couple months ago, he said he had a meeting with some Team Alpha Male guys after the show uh, at a bar. Uh, to hash things out. Did you know about that meeting? And if so, did it ever cross your mind to to attend and maybe bury the hatchet? Talking about when Dana took him out to the strip club and he was crying to Danny Castile and Justin Buckles. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't care what TJ has to say or what they dish out. I know what it was. My boys told me what it was. They're here in my corner, not theirs. And you, you guys in May Junkies are just shit starters anyway. So I don't even want to talk to you guys. So I'm gonna what do you miss your like- question? Because you guys are, you're just little shit starters. I already, I already, uh, you don't have to, I don't have to explain myself to you. I don't feel like talking to you guys. Mm. I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, you know, I, I did have another question for you, but it was about TJ's performance. How do you feel it's changed? How, how his performance is, yeah, how his performance has changed. When's the guy, he used to go from knocking out people in the fourth and fifth round to where he has, when's the last time he knocked someone down on their ass? He's never even knocked anyone down in the last three fights. You know what I mean? So what 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 does that tell you? That's how his performance has changed. Mm-hmm. And do you expect to meet uh, the winner of Rivera and Cruz next? Do you think that's your next fight? I gave Dominic a rematch. You know, TJ should, should be thanking Dominic Cruz right now for letting him take the fight, give him the fight. You know, I whooped Dominic's ass so bad that he didn't want a rematch. He wanted us, us, me and TJ to go in there and do it. You know, Dominic's at the tail end of his career. I could care less what, you know, what Dominic does in the Rivera fight. Either of those guys are money fights for me. Anyway, so I said, first and foremost, focus on TJ. You know, this is a gimme fight, too. This is a fight for me that I'm going to end this dude and go on. I can pick my fights from after that. I'm going to go down and fight Mighty Mouse at 125, and that's just business. I like the guy a lot, but that's just a business uh, move for me. Do you feel that's more of a money fight than perhaps if Cruz wins and um, he's in line for a anybody that you? anybody that I fight, I'm the money, I'm the draw. If anybody at the lighter weight division, 25, 35, you know, I'm I'm the draw against anybody, whoever whoever my next adversary is after TJ, I'm the draw. So they're gonna walk, tune in and watch me fight whoever I fight. Gotcha. Thank you. And next, we'll hear from Brandon Kaplan with MMA Records. Everyone, how you guys doing? Uh, my first question is for Joanna Champion. Uh, Joanna, a few weeks ago, we had some of the best fights in the 115 and 125 pound division between Andrade and Gadelia, two girls you've beaten before. But I wanted to know what, what you did you say about the fight? What did you say about the fight? Uh, it was an incredible fight. Uh, incredible. I didn't watch this fight, so what the question is? Okay, well, I just wanted to know what you thought about. Did you not see Valentina versus? Ah, uh, you know what? Why you why you call this fight like this? Like I uh, like I think that Claudia Gadea. I I have so much respect to this girl because she's 
like she was one of the most dominant fighters in the strawweight division. But the thing is, like, I beat Jessica Andreas, and everyone saw that in May in Dallas, the DFC 311. And Claudia Gadea didn't prepare for the fight with Jessica Andreas. She took that easy. And, 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 and big respect and, and congrats to Jessica Andreas that she, uh, she looked so good. But Claudia Gadea made her look so good because she didn't prepare for this fight. Uh, Jessica Andreas didn't bring anything new to this fight, you know. Claudia Gadea didn't have a plan. I train with the best coaches in the world. I train at the best team, uh, the best gym in the world, at American top team. And we know how to fight. We know how to train and we know how to fight. And that's why I will make all of them look like I met uh, Jessica uh, in our fight. And how do you feel about moving up? Do you feel confident in being able to take oh, down? No? Let's 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 focus on this fight and let's talk after. Uh, I will tell you. I will tell you after the fight at the press conference. I hope you're gonna be there and uh, for sure I will answer this question. But right now I'm focused on Rose. Uh, she's my next. Um, Opponent, she's my next big big challenge. She, she's a very dangerous fighter. You know, you you must expect uh, everything and anything from 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 your opponent. So I'm ready for five rounds of real ball. You know, we we all know that one submission, one punch can finish the fight. Uh, but you know, I'm prepared for that. You know, I'm uh, I'm prepared for that. And uh, let's talk about me moving up after after this fight. But definitely, I wanna tie Ronda Rousey's record and break Ronda Rousey's record. So definitely, I will, I will still defending my title in the strawweight division. But of course, there is an idea about me moving up. Absolutely. Okay. My next question is for Rose. Thank you so much. Rose, your, your performance against Michelle Watterson was was absolutely incredible, in my opinion. And uh, we saw you very loose. Uh, you just seemed just to have evolved to you know into yourself and into your game. And uh, we haven't really seen any creativity from you in a long time, at least since your Invicta days. I mean, are you? planning to get creative in this fight? I mean, to be such a dominant champion? Um, I don't know. I thought that was a pretty creative performance. Oh, yeah, absolutely, but I mean, uh, flying arm bars and just <laughs> utter creativity on the feet. And the I, think that, I, think that, uh, I think a flying arm bar is creative. I think that there's... Uh, I think you just don't know what you're looking at. Um, I, I hope that doesn't offend you, but I mean, all my jabs, like they're all different. You know, I have a million different jabs. I got all these different steps that if you don't see all the different footwork, different head movement, um, you know, the, the the fakes, all that stuff. Um, you know, just the transitions and the in the, you know, uh, with the kick and the the choke and everything like that. Um, that's all creative. So sorry for interrupting. I have only one jet. Long and very strong. And that's enough. She's not ready. Well, Rose, do you feel confident enough to stand with Joanna? Do you think you can um, beat her on the feet? Fight, but yes. Excellent. And uh, my, my next question is for TJ. How's it going, TJ? I'm doing good. Awesome. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of footage. I know there's a lot of intense rivalry between you and Cody, but um, I, I noticed some some footage of you holding mitts for Cody. And you guys, I mean, you guys have seemed to train a lot in the past. I mean, are you are you going to use that against him? Do you, do you know holes in his game that maybe we don't? 
Oh, absolutely. I'm going to use everything I know. You know what I mean? I'm not only just holding this from him, but from learning from everyone. Learning from my coaches now. Learning from my coaches in the past. Learning from Master Tong. Learning from Dwayne Ludwig. You know, from the new coaches I'm working with, man. That's the whole point of being a martial artist. You soak up information um, from the, from your entire entire path of martial arts. Excellent. And, uh, Cody, my last question is for you. Uh, if you do beat TJ at UFC 217, Will it mean Man, more I... than <laughs> when you do? Will, will it will it mean more than even taking the title from Cruz? Will will it be the best moment in your in your career thus far? I think every fight you know uh, to date is bigger and the next level. So yeah, you know TJ has been at the you know top five in the division for a while. Um, you know, so it's going to be a big win for me. You know, catapult me to that next level where I know I'm where I know I'm at and. It set me up for future big fights, and that's what I'm working towards. Uh, you know, I, I stole the the belt off of Dominic Cruz, like I said I was going to do in dominant fashion. Now it's about you know carrying on my legacy with a successful title defense uh, with TJ Dillashaw on November 4th, and then go on from there. But yeah, every fight's a big fight. Every fight's another fight to catapult um, your career into the, into the next level. Excellent. Good luck, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll go to Harry Kettle with Click on MMA. Hi, guys. My first question is for Cody. Um, when you hear people calling you the next major star of the USC, what are your kind of thoughts and opinions on that? And would you rather prefer to just get your head down and focus on fighting? Um, you know, it's, it's you know, I, I, it humbles you, you know, to have the, you know, gain a weight in the USC that believe in you finally, you know. I, I go out there and perform. Each every, each and every fight like that, like I did with Don Cruz, I'm just getting comfortable. I'm just getting started. You know, I'm 26 years old and I'm 11 and 0. I finally had a uh, team of coaches last year: Yannick Steele, Chris Holdsworth, Justin Buggles, and, and also the help of my uncle Robert uh, coming in. And we really strategized and, and formulated a style that fits me best, and then I just pick up on and we keep elevating and evolving uh, from there. So, you know, I truly believe that I can. I am going to be the next superstar, but that doesn't that doesn't put extra hype or pressure on me to fulfill those shoes. I just go out there and perform. And I, look, I have fun fighting. Every time I step in, you know, the octagon, it's a it's another opportunity that I've been blessed with to go and you know to catapult my career and and, and to live my dreams and set up my my family. Now I have a son on the way, and you know this is this is for, for me to set up my family. So I don't have to worry about anything down the road. I can just fight and you know. Like like Mount Ali, you know, don't quit now, suffer, you know, suffer now, and live the rest of your life as a champion, and that's what I plan on doing. It's a good mentality. And once the dust is settled after Madison Square Garden, can you, in the future, see yourself fighting TJ again, given the state of the bantamweight division, or do you think this rivalry is going to be one and done? Um, you know, I honestly feel like TJ is always going to use this hashtag chasing gold, a road back to gold. You know, that's uh, that's something that he's going to be using the rest of his career. So we'll see. If he's, you know, he's a competitor. I feel like he won't give up until he tries to, uh, again, get the gold. But he's going to keep hashtagging the road to gold his whole entire career as long as I'm in the same division as him. And my last question is for TJ. TJ, you've been a part of this bantamweight division for a long time now. Would you say this is the strongest it's been? Or what are your opinions on the division as a whole compared to some of the other strong divisions in the company? Yeah, man, it's definitely been getting a lot of hype. You know, it's... Uh... It's built itself up big time. You know, it's been uh, it's been a, it's been a great division for a long time, but it's uh, it's strong now. It's deep, you know, and it's uh, it's good. 
Are you kind of, my last question, are you kind of looking forward to moving on from this after the fight, whatever may be next after the fight with Cody? Are you kind of uh, looking forward to seeing what's next in the road? Always, man. You're always, you're always excited about what's next. That's the whole point of uh, having dreams, you know what I mean? To uh, look forward on what your career is going to do and uh, keep setting new goals and dreams, you know? But uh, I mean, I'm enjoying the process as well. Thanks, guys. And at this time, I would like to turn the conference back over to Dave Lockett for any additional concluding remarks. Yes, thank everyone for uh, joining today's call. Just a reminder that the UFC will hold a conference call tomorrow, Thursday, October 26th at 2 p.m. Pacific time with UFC 217 main event fighters, middleweight champion George, uh, Michael Bisping and uh, George St. Pierre. They will compete for the UFC middleweight title. We hope you guys can all join us on that call tomorrow. And, again, thanks, everyone, for participating today, and have a good day. That Thank does you so much. Today's presentation. We do thank everyone for your participation, and you may now disconnect.